Hi, everyone. This is Spiritual Jada from the Words of Wisdom podcast show. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone is healthy, safe during these troubling times. So today we have a very, very special guest. Um, her name is Chelsea. She's a, a upcoming actress. She's been in unlimited short films and she definitely has a new release that's coming up. So we definitely want to talk to her and, you know, touch base with her and see what's going on. So, um, Chelsea, how are you? Hey, what's up, peeps? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so please introduce yourself and tell us um, about your latest project. Cool. Well, um, I'm Chelsea Erkovitz, and I have the lead role in the movie Abigail Haunting that's currently one of the most popular films on Amazon Prime, so that's pretty cool. Um, it's, like, super cool because, like, when you make a movie, you don't really know... Um, you know, like, <laughs> if it's gonna, like, go anywhere, and I had a lot of faith in this movie, but this was the first one that I did that had, like, major distribution, and so I didn't really know, like, what to expect and stuff, and, um, then it got, like, way popular, so <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, so I'm really, uh, grateful to be a part of it, and I'm, I really dig the attention that's coming with being in this movie, and I really love that everybody's loving it. That's amazing, that's amazing. So, um, let's get a little bit personal. Like, how was you growing up in your house like? Is any of your family men members artistic? Do they have, like, some acting background? No, I'm, I'm kind of the only actor in my fam. They're all very, like, artistic, but not in that way. Like, my mom and grandparents are all, like, like visual artists, like painters. And, like, um, my mom does, like, charcoal drawing and stuff like that. Um, and so that's kind of like, I think like a lot of my cousins do that too, but, um, I kind of broke that chain because I've just like, there's just always been this thing in me. Like I just want to perform, you know, and, um, from a very young age, I just like always wanted to be like singing for people or dancing for people or acting stuff out for people. And, um, eventually that led into like doing it professionally. But, um, yeah, it's kind of funny cause like there's not anybody in my family, but like also, um, also is a entertainer and like I mean that that has that has blah, 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 that has like its pros and its cons because I really like being like the only one because it's just kind of like my thing you know and I don't have to like share that light with anybody but at the same time like I hear about families that they're like all in the business and stuff and sometimes I think that would be like really fun too because um it does like get kind of lonely like when you like travel to different states and stuff and do films and it's like you don't know anybody in that state and so it's like kind of weird when that happens but um like at the end of the day I'm I'm glad to be the only one that does it because I'm really lucky to have like a very supportive group of family and friends and stuff and uh it is it is fun being like the one that is in the movies and stuff but once in a while like I wish that some of more of them were involved in it and um Sometime, like, I'm going to do a movie, like, at the end of the year or next year, depending on what the pandemic will let us do, that's going to be filmed, like, in Salt Lake, where I grew up, and so I thought it would be fun to, like, have a lot of people that I know come on as, like, extras or something to, like, involve them, because they're not really, like, involved, and that would be fun. Right, right. That's great. That's great. So how did you get started as far as acting? Like, when did you get started? What age? And, like, how did you get discovered? Um, I was 11 when I started and like doing it professionally because like again I always 
always loved it. Like, um, I remember when I was in kindergarten, we did this little end of year, like, play or whatever, and um, we were doing this little, like, song about, like, a gingerbread man or something like that, and I had, like, the gingerbread man, and I had to, like, hold it up and then, like, put it under my chair, and I remember, I remember thinking, like, I have to put this under my chair in a way that's going to entertain everybody because, like, I'm an entertainer and everything I do, even if I'm putting a gingerbread man under my chair, it has to be in a way that will entertain the audience. And I, like, <laughs> nobody ever, like, thought, and they, it's weird because I did, like, learn that professionally, like, later. Like, directors would, like, teach me stuff like that, but I didn't, like, know that back then. Like, nobody told me that. I just, like, somehow just knew that that's what I had to do. <laughs> so it's always, like, been in me and stuff, but I was, like, a pretty shy, like, little kid, and so I never thought about like maybe I should like actually be an actor I just like did it for fun um but then when I was in like third grade this girl came to school with her hair like curled and kids are like really weird and so they like comment on everything and everybody was like hey you like why do you have your hair curled and she's like I'm in a play I'm in Annie and I was like hey like that's like cool like maybe I should be in a play like maybe that's like what I'm supposed to do and so it still took me like two years to like actually like do that because again like I was I was like pretty shy especially when it came to like new ideas and stuff and so then when I was 11 I saw this flyer for auditions for this like youth theater musical and I was like "Mm, maybe maybe not and then I'm like yeah like okay I'll go to it and so I go to this audition and even at the audition like I just really, I really fell in love with it. Like, even though I didn't really want to be there, like, singing and stuff in front of all these other kids, like, I was kind of scared of that concept. But at the same time, there was something about it where I was like, I really like this, and this is, like, what I'm supposed to do. And so I ended up getting cast in that and doing that and then just fell in love with it, like, even more. And then I started, like, just kind of working my way up. I got, like, the leads in the children's theater and then, like, do, and then I did, like, professional theater and stuff like that. And then um, when I was, like, 15... When I was 15, um, Titanic, the movie Titanic, like, came back to the big screen, and I had never seen it, and I went to it, but only because, um, I felt like I was out of the loop for, like, not seeing it, (laughs) so I was like, I have to go see this, like, just so I can, like, be normal, (laughs) like, normal people have seen Titanic, and so I went to it, and I just really, really loved that movie, and, um, I love Kate Winslet and everything, and so I saw that, and I was like, I have to do this, like, I have to, like, be like these people, you know, and so I was like, you know, maybe I should do films, and then, um, so I was, I really, like, that was, like, I was very, very serious about that idea, and then I, um, I didn't really know, like, how to get into it at first, so I started in, um, like, background extra roles in films, like, the first one I did was a a rom-com, and I was, like, a background extra, and it was so fun, and I was, like, awestruck with, like all what the leads were doing and what the director was doing and everything and I was like I need to like be a part of this world more and so I just like kept auditioning for things and auditioning for different like talent agencies and stuff and then eventually I got like leads in a bunch of shorts and stuff and then right I, and then I booked this feature film called the 13th cross and that was my first like lead in a feature and that's coming out later this year and then after I got that it was kind of like a, a snowball like because that was, I'm from Salt Lake City, and that was, like, here, a, a local Utah production, and then um, the next one I got was, like, in L.A., and then the next one I got was, like, in Vegas, and then I got one in, like, the East Coast and all that stuff, and so it's kind of, like, really expanded, and um, the Vegas one was Abigail Hunting, which is the popular one on Amazon, and uh, I got to work with some Emmy Award-winning 
director and cinematographer and stuff so it's definitely a evolving process it's been like 10 years now since I started but it's been like a really crazy journey and like some of it was like most of it was like super fun but like a lot of it was like really really hard and I didn't like some of it but like I'm really grateful for the whole thing because I feel like it's given me a lot of experiences that other people like don't have or like haven't gotten to experience and so I'm grateful for the whole thing and I'm excited to see now that I've kind of got over that like hurdle of you know am I gonna go anywhere with this like now that I know like okay now I'm getting a lot of work and stuff I'm excited to see where I can go from here because I think it'll be like more fun now that I can be like more picky with my roles and not be a a struggling artist quote-unquote like now that I actually like am just an artist period (laughs) like um I'm excited to see like what cool things will arise well I I definitely um did some research on your background and I see that you have a lot of work done um Especially you have two film, two films that are dropping this year, Abigail Haunting and The 13th Cross. Um, yeah, that, I, there's actually three. Abigail Haunting is out already, and then The 13th Cross and The Crumbs are both coming out this year. So it's it's an exciting year for sure. Like, before Abigail Haunting, I had never had it where I was, like, the lead in the film that was, like, out. Like, it's been a lot of leads in the short films that are, like, in the festivals and stuff, and that's been really fun. Or, like like two lines or something in a feature film but this is the first time abigail hunting was the first time that i was like a major character in a feature film that was like released and now it's gonna happen like two more times this year so it's like it's really exciting like i i really am digging this um whole like glory that comes after a film is released because i feel like it's given me like a lot of identity and a lot more like confidence and stuff so it's like it's helped me like not just as an actor but as a person well, that's amazing. That's definitely amazing. You have a extensive background. And, you know, a lot of people, when they venture out into the acting business, they basically think, you know, um, starting off as an extra is really not, it's not a big deal. But I, I tell a lot of people, like, extra work is just as important as a major role. Sometimes you can get discovered right on the spot. Or yeah, sometimes exactly. it takes a while to get discovered. But, you yeah. know, it, I, I believe it's an important role. So being that you mentioned that, you know, you started to do extra work, I think that's really prevalent for the viewers to know, especially with people who want to start in the acting industry. So um, yeah. what kind of advice would you give someone who's interested in going into the acting industry? Um. Oh, you know what? I thought, I get asked this question a lot. The other day, I thought of something really good that I was going to say the next time, but I forgot what it was. And maybe it'll come back to me later in the show. But um, um, I think I would just say, yeah, like, the same thing, like, that you just said, like, don't just, don't just think that you can start at the top, you know, like, you should do, like, the smaller things first. And I remember when I was, like, when I booked that extra role, like, I was excited, but at the same time, I wasn't, like, super excited just because I was like oh well it's just an extra and I want to be an actor you know all that stuff but then the morning came where I was like going to the set and I was like on my way to the set and then the excitement hit me and I was like I'm going to a movie set right now like that's crazy so um yeah I definitely agree with that like there are no small parts only small actors and um like I mean once you get to like a certain level like 
then you just you got to do the bigger things and not not step backwards because your reputation is like super important um as in any kind of artist so like like don't like go backwards at all but like at the beginning like definitely take what you can get and uh make the most of each thing and um let's see just like don't get discouraged i guess because uh like it is it is like a hard industry and like when i like was starting especially when i'm like you know super young like early teens and stuff and was just starting to do, to do like professional theater and stuff like that um you audition for like a lot of stuff and you don't you don't like get a lot of stuff and it's really easy to just think especially you know as like a 13 or 14 year old like that's a very like vulnerable age um it's really easy to just be like oh like i'm not good enough to be in this show or whatever but that's like never the case like so many times it's just off of like what you look like and what they're looking for and stuff and the fact that you're not Absolutely. right that specific part doesn't mean that you like don't have talent or whatever like because it's like very possible that somebody could go in there and be like the best singer and the best actor and all this stuff but like be like at a certain like height or ethnicity or whatever and they just were looking for something different and you just like it takes kind of a while to learn that especially if you start young but you really have to like realize as an actor like that don't just like get discouraged with your talent just because you like don't get stuff right away it's just like it's all based on like what they're looking for specifically not it's not an acting competition you know i used to th- i used to think that auditions were acting competitions and you know you could like go in there and whoever was the best actor would get would get the thing and it was like that's it but it, there's so much more to that and sometimes it's down to like who they know and who they've worked with before and all this other stuff so just like you know if you if you know you have talent just like write it and don't like get discouraged or and stuff like that like always have faith in yourself right right i definitely agree with that so um who or what is your inspiration to move forward like to keep doing what you're doing like um that's a good question like i think there are like a lot of people like in different ways like my like main like friend group and like family and stuff like um they're all like super supportive so that helps and if we're talking about like actors like that we don't know that like I don't know I I have a lot of like actresses and stuff that I like have seen in films and like admire and stuff and especially like when I was younger um when I was younger the main one was Kate Winslet like I mentioned earlier and um I was I remember I was like 16 I was gonna do this audition and um I thought it was just like a regular audition and then like that day they told me that I had to like do this whole improv scene and that like scared me and I was thinking like oh like maybe I don't want to audition and then I remember thinking like well Kate Winslet probably would just like audition anyway and so I like that like made me audition anyway because I like thinking stuff like that and um I don't know like there's not really like one specific person just like the the sum of everybody that like supports me and um everybody that like inspires me and stuff kind of all come together and um stuff like that I don't know (laughs) that's hard to answer that question all right cool um well let's shift gears a little bit um do you prefer short films or theater like what's what's your passion um well it depends on like what it is but i mean i I definitely do want to keep doing the feature films the short films sometimes like can be funner just because they're like less of a commitment and commitment is like something that kind of freaks me out some of the time because like if you go into 
doing a feature film, like, you know, like, going into it that you're going to see these people, like, the same people every day for, like, two months or something, and sometimes that can, like, freak me out, because it's just, like, I just want so bad to, like, be friends with them and stuff, and so sometimes it's, like, oh my gosh, like, kind of a lot of pressure, like, I'm going to, like, be with the same group of people every day for, like, two months, Um, and the short film is more of, like, a little fling, you know, like, it doesn't really matter, you do, and then sometimes, like, I've, I've gotten actually, like, stronger, like, friendships and stuff with people doing a short, because it seems more flingish, you know, like, I don't feel like, okay, I'm going to be with this person for two months, I have to be friends with them, you know, um, it's just like, oh, hey, like, this, there's this, like, nice person that's here, and then I, like, talk to them, like, more naturally, and then they end up being, like, a really good friend, so, like, I definitely need to grasp the fact that it doesn't really matter if I become friends with everybody, like, during a feature, and that'll help me more, but, um, that's definitely what I, like, want to do in the future, like, I do want to keep doing the feature films, because, um, I think you like get more out of it because like you, you have more to work with as an actor. It's like it's longer and all that stuff. But also with a short, like there's not as many um, options for distribution and stuff. Like they can do the festivals, which is like super great. And I'm a huge like advocate for film festivals and stuff. Me like, too. Of that. But at the same time, like um, like those are super super fun. And I would go to a festival like anytime anyone invited me because they are really really fun. But like. I learned doing these features, like, when you have distribution, it's, like, so much more fun, because you still get, like, the premiere and stuff, but then also you get, like, all this extra, like, oh, now we're at the top ten on Amazon, now we're at the top five on Amazon, now we're at the top, like, one or whatever, and then, like, you can, like, have a party at your house, like, when it comes on DVD, and, like, all the stuff, and, like, it's just, I feel like you get, like, so much more out of it, because, like, not only do you act in it and stuff, but, like, you get all this, like, crazy attention, like, when it comes out. And that's, like, just as fun as the acting. And I didn't know that. <laughs> and, like, this year I was like, man. Like, I was at this Q&A. And I was, like, on stage with a microphone. There was, like, this packed house and a balcony. And um, I was telling a story. And this was a short film, actually. But um, I was in this short film. It's called Lumeria. And it's really, really beautiful and amazing. And we had – it was premiered at this film festival in Provo, Utah. And I went to it, and we saw the film, and it was blocked with a bunch of other, like, really, really great films. So that was super cool. And then at the end, I got to, like, go up and um, do, like, a Q&A with the audience about Lumeria. And I just was up there with my microphone, and on the set, I had, like, stolen money from the set. And one of the... One of the funnest things besides doing something rebellious is admitting it publicly. And so I was like on the stage with my microphone and I was just like telling the audience about like how much I love this film and how I stole money from the set. And it was like this huge adrenaline rush. And I was like, this is like what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm supposed to be acting, but I'm also supposed to be like being, you know, this public figure, quote unquote, if you will. Like, um, it's really, it's really fun. I'm excited to see, um, what else like what other like, cool opportunities I like get to do because people like ask me to do stuff now they're like hey do you want to like be a like guest on my quiz like game show and just do random stuff that you wouldn't even think just pop up out of the blue when people like see you and I just feel like it's it's given me such like confidence and everything and it's really fun so yeah that's amazing um I believe that you have what it takes just sitting here listening to you. I could I could see the passion and the motivation in you. So I'm, I definitely believe you're on your way to being one of the top best 
So I congratulate, I congratulate you on that. Um, and also, like, what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? Like, um, well, I like to ice skate a lot, and I live like five minutes from the Utah Olympic Oval, which is like where they did the Olympics in 2002, and it's like this giant ice rink. So I like to go there, but I can't right now because of the pandemic. But like, I go there a lot, like when it's open. And um, I also like making, I like uh, making jewelry is like a thing. I made this necklace that mo- the audience can't see, but oh, I think that's you can see. pretty. So I made this. These are like purple glass beads, which is cool. So I like doing that. Um, and I like, I make them as like gifts and stuff. Like I've had a lot of people be like, "Hey, you should sell that." And I'm like, maybe one day. But right now, I just like to make them like for myself and for people that I know. And um, I like to do word art, which is like you like write like a word really big and like make it look like super fancy and um I love singing and I would like to do more with singing like I I would like to get into like you know actually like I just do like for fun or whatever right now but I'd like to get into actually like recording stuff like professionally and um getting it out there because I think that would be really fun so I'm probably gonna do that in the near future that's great so um when you're singing are you like like is it pop music is it love songs like what is or is just coming or you just sing and it just flows out you know everybody's different Um, i'm kind of a so i used to do like musical theater like i started my entertainment career in musical theater so that used to be my strong suit but now it's kind of not because i've like been out of the the theater world for a long time and um i just don't have like that kind of voice anymore I, i feel like um, I'm more of like a radio singer, like a, the pop songs and stuff. Kind of like I like my favorites are kind of like slowish songs, but like still like kind of poppy radio songs. Like um, one of my favorite, my one of my favorite ones that I'm probably gonna do like a cover of soon is "Jar of Hearts" by Christina Perry. Do you know that song? Christina so, Perry. Um... Running around, leaving scars, collecting your jar of hearts. That song, um, that type of song. But really, like I like to, I like to. I think I can probably sing anything. I have a three octave range, so um, I like to do different stuff and challenge myself too. Well, I ha- I've never heard of that song, but um, you do have a lovely voice. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, what what would be like three things about horror films that intrigue you the most? Like, what would be amazing? Like, if someone was to drop a script in front of you, and it was a horror script. Um, what would, what would be the three things that would be like, okay, this is what I need to do or no, I just need to pass on this. That's a great question. Um, if somebody offered me like a period piece, like in like 1900 around that era, um, that had a ghost in it, like Crimson Peak, I would do that in a second. Like I wouldn't even care like anything else. I'd be like, yes. Um, if it was like a good director, obviously, <laughs> like, um, if it, it, I would love to, I, cause I love period films and I love, um, like the ghost horror, like stuff like that. Um, so something like that, where it's like a period piece with a ghost, I would do that in a second. And also something just like really weird and edgy, like, um, like the witch, like from A24, I would love to work with A24. That would be cool. Cause they're like so strange. Um, yeah, something like the witch I would do, like basically like, I think you said like three things, um. I would, if it was like the perfect script of the world, like in the genre, um, I would, I would want it to be a period piece with a ghost and a crazy, insane amount of dialogue, like so much 
words that it's not even like natural like people would not even talk like that I really like like doing that where it's like way a lot of way a lot of dialogue and like you step over each other like there's you just like are on each other's like heels like um like like Aaron Sorkin how he writes or like Howard Hawks back in the day like that type of thing is really fun and um one that I like wouldn't do is I don't really like the slashers so like if somebody offered me like a slasher I probably wouldn't do it but I mean I can't I'm not gonna like say that like officially because if it was like a like a super famous like director or something I would do it but um I don't really like the like lots of gore so I wouldn't do it if it was that um or if it was like raunchy like I don't I just I feel like I have too much class to be raunchy so I wouldn't want to do that like I've actually gotten like an offer before that I was, like, really excited about because it was shooting in New York and L.A., and, like, L.A.'s awesome, and I've always wanted to go to New York, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm totally going to do this, and then I read it, and it was, like, the most raunchy thing ever, and I was like, you know, I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> it will be another opportunity to go to New York. <laughs> I don't be raunchy to get there. But, um, yeah, those are the ones that I wouldn't do, but, like, I mean, I like to have an open mind, so um, I definitely, I definitely, like, deeply consider things. I don't just drop them right away, but... A dream role would be like a, a period piece that's like super dialogue heavy and it doesn't even have to be in the horror genre like people see me as that now because Abigail came out but um, honestly like it doesn't even have to be that it could be a Shakespeare thing I would love to do that <laughs> right right that's that's amazing so have you ever been really scared while you're on set like I know some people, they say, hey, you know, it just comes natural when I have to get into that role. And then I've also interviewed other actresses and actors, and they mentioned that sometimes that they have really gotten scared on set. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really gotten scared on set. And that one reason is because I have a mental disorder called psychasthenia that, like, it's based on imaginary fears. And so it gives you, like... It makes me believe things are happening that aren't actually happening and like like imaginary fears basically like i think that i'm like i went through this thing a long time ago or like a few years ago where i was afraid that i was like really in like another room than i actually was and i couldn't like tell where i was and stuff like that and one of the things that comes with having that is because these like imaginary fears are like so intense it takes away the intensity from like actual fear and so like I don't really have a lot of like rational fear because of it and so like for example like one time I was like my mom was like driving and we were like on the freeway and like our tire like started to blow out and we like both thought we were gonna crash but like I couldn't even like feel that like that didn't scare me at all because um because I have these imaginary fears with my psychasthenia it like it takes away the intensity from the actual fears and so that's why horror is like a really good genre for me because it doesn't resonate with me like I can act and do my thing and then like not even like it doesn't bother me at all like I never have like weird dreams about it or anything because I don't really have rational fear so I think that's really interesting um that being said though there's a scene in Abigail Haunting where we're in like a public bathroom or I'm in a public bathroom and Abigail's in there and it's like this very long sequence and that actually does kind of freak me out to go in public bathrooms and that's saying a lot because I don't really get like films don't have that impact on me um but that one just I don't know if it was like the sheer length of that scene or what but that that is a little bit freaky but not too freaky um (laughs) anyway yeah like 
that's that. <laughs> I really, I'm like, I'm bad at like ending my answers to things because I like go on and then I'm just like, I like stop and then I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you guys are like expecting like more and I'm just like, yeah. So, no, actually, yeah, um, I, actually, I think you're doing perfect. Um, you're answering the questions. Um, wonderful. Like, I don't believe everyone. Like when a person asks us a question, it's not really a yes and no question. I believe everybody goes at their own pace. So I'm just a little bit different on that one. Um, so when should Abigail Hunting be released? Is it released? Where can people find it? Um, things of that nature. It's released. It's out right now. It was released on March 27th and it's on Amazon Prime right now. And, um, for a while, it was in, like, the top five. I'm not sure if it still is, but um, it is on Amazon Prime, Abigail Haunting, and I really, if you haven't seen it, please check it out. It's, I definitely like, will today. And they never cut away from, the story never cuts away from my character, and I'm in every scene, and that's, like, super rare to, like, for any actor to get a role like that. So um, I put a lot of work into it, and I really hope that, um, I, I know a lot of people have been seeing it, and I hope that if you haven't seen it, you'll check it out. Okay. I definitely will check it out. Um, I'm familiar with Amazon Prime, so that'll be definitely something I can do today. Um, and I definitely love horror. I love horror. I'm a published author, but um, I usually dibble and dabble in the drama. And I always wanted to get into science fiction and horror and just sitting here listening to everything. You just motivated me more to want to go into that aspect so i thank you so much for that um yeah absolutely i i I wish you luck with that thank you so do you have any charities or organizations that people can follow and maybe you want to just let us know about your social media so that way the viewers they can be able to follow you and you know look for your future endeavors cool um I don't have any charities right now. Okay. <laughs> It'll be in the future. Um, but I am on social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Chelsea Yerkovitz on all those. And my Instagram handle is Chelsea Amber Yerkovitz, but um, I'm sure you can find me. Um, and yeah, I'd love if you'd follow me because I will definitely be posting release info about the crumbs and the 13th cross. And um, I'm really excited for those to be released and I'm excited for you guys to see them. Well, thank you so much for um, coming on the show. Um, It was amazing speaking to you. Um, Yeah. And I'm just excited to be able to go check out the film today. And um, I just want to congratulate you and give you many blessings on your road to success. And no problem. So everybody who's listening, um, that sums up the show. So basically, you already know. Follow me every two weeks on a Sunday um, after 9 p.m. You can follow me on Twitter, Words of Wisdom 7, instead of the S's, turn them into Z's. You can definitely follow me on my website. I have all the material, um, the schedule, the timeline of all the shows on www.iamspiritualjada.com. You also can follow me on Instagram, um, spiritual underscore jada. Um, you also can email me at spiritual.jada at gmail.com. So that way you can email me your suggestions. Um, how did you feel about the show? Things of that nature. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Bye.